So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what is going on, my man? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. And man, I cannot tell you guys how much I appreciate you, how much you guys make this whole podcast experience worth it for me. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. And let's make these next 10 minutes of your life absolutely flipping awesome. So we are talking about eliminating double takes without behavior modification. Very, very important subject. And, you know, I, I picked on double takes specifically, but the reality is this would be relevant and applicable for just about anything that we'd categorize as lust. And so what we're actually going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the gray area between temptation and attraction and lust. We're going to try to draw lines in all those places. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how to eliminate the lustful pieces without just simply doing behavior modification. Okay. So before I do that, I just have to mention that if you have not taken a look at my training that explains the deep clean method, you know, maybe you hear me talk about it all the time. Uh, you know, a lot of our content here is actually inspired by our clients. And you're thinking, Sathya, you have all these clients, but what do you do with them? What does it look like? Why are they getting such incredible results? Well, I'd love for you to check out my training which is basically just explaining our deep clean, a deep clean methodology. Uh, there is a link in the show notes for you to book a time. And after you book a time with somebody on our team, this is obviously if you're interested in what we're doing, then you'll get some videos that explain what we do. You can get an idea of what to expect. And it's not just me talking about it. It's actually other clients who also explain, here's what it looked like for me and here's why this was impactful for me. And then you can evaluate, you know, if that seems to be a good match for your situation or not. So the link is in the show notes. You can book a call with my team. These people are specially trained to handle calls with people that are struggling with sexual sin. They're not just some, you know, Joe Blow that I just hired off the street. These are people that... Um, that I had to vet. These are people that have gone through extensive training and they get a lot of feedback from me. Even still today, uh, we still give feedback to them on their calls. We we record them, we watch them. Uh, I want to make sure that you guys are getting the right treatment, uh, especially if you're coming from the podcast. We really take that seriously. So link is in the show notes, guys. You will get taken care of well by my team if that's something you want to do. Click it, book it, and we'll talk to you then. In the meantime, let's jump into today's content. We're going to talk about eliminating double takes Without behavior modification. So um, double taking for me falls into the category of lust. All right, now let's backpedal a little bit. Um, I was actually, I was interviewed on, a, on someone else's podcast today and kind of got deep into this subject. Jesus said that if you look at a woman with lustful intent, you have committed adultery in your heart, Okay. In other words, do not look at women lustfully. Jesus was also tempted in every way, yet was without sin. Okay, so Jesus says that you can't lust, yet he was tempted. So temptation and lust 
are not the same thing. Because if temptation was sinful, then it would be impossible for Jesus to be tempted in every way, yet without sin. So that's where we have to start, okay? Very, very important. So we are not in the business of eliminating temptation. What we are most interested in is having a healthy response when we are tempted. Now, I just want to be clear, in the arena of double takes and checking girls out and some of these, you know, micro male behaviors that are predominant in our society and culture, I, your host, Sathya Sam, am still a work in progress, okay? So I am I am preaching to the choir this morning uh, because obviously you guys get it, but I also don't want to present myself as somebody who has mastered this perfectly. But I will say there was a time where my head was on a friggin' swivel, man. Like I thought one day my head is just going to fall off my neck because I was doing so much double taking and checking out so many girls and staring. And, you know, it's like you would see somebody attractive and it would totally derail a conversation. And I've come a long way. I'm, I'm a lot better. My heart's been purified by God's grace. I have picked up some things along the way. I've just become a better man. And I'm going to teach you today how you can do this as well without just doing the stupid like bounce the eyes kind of solutions, which look, I'm not saying that they are ineffective. I'm not saying that that you shouldn't do them. I'm just saying that there's better things to do than simply bouncing your eyes to handle some of this stuff. So look, we've drawn a line now between temptation and lust. Now let's get really practical. Is a single take a temptation or is it lust? Well, Jesus's words in Matthew 5.27 were, he who looks at a woman with lustful intent. So it is not the look that matters. It is the intent behind the look. In other words, if you're walking down the street and you encounter an attractive woman, there's, there's nothing there. There's nothing to talk about because there was no lustful intent. You, you, you notice that person the same way that you probably would have noticed if it was a man or a child standing in front of you, walking past you. So that, that in that case, like the, the, the observation of another individual that's not even a temptation, right? Like that's just that that's just a thing that just happens. The the look is not the problem. The problem is what happens after the look. So if you see her and then you fantasize about her, well, now we have entered lust territory, right? If you see her and then you do a double take, well, now we have entered lust territory. If you see her and then you stare at her and then you look at her up and down, well, yes, now we have entered lust territory. So what we are trying to accomplish, gentlemen, okay, what you and I are trying to accomplish in this approach is we want to acknowledge the beauty that is around us. God is beautiful and therefore the things he makes are beautiful. And some things in particular we notice as beauty. That is factual. That is biblical. That is healthy. What you and I want to do is we want to make sure that after we observe the beauty of another individual, that we are able to carry on with our day, staying focused, staying regulated, not veering. All right, that's the goal. That's what this is really about. And now the question, of course, then becomes, how do you do that? So let's let's get into this a little bit, okay? This is, um, I think this is, this is important. 
Um, like I said, you can bounce the eyes. You can, you can like, you know, do the little like, like for me, I, I even still do this to this day. Uh, I bike to work every day now. And so I bike down a pathway and look, there's, there's girls that run down that pathway. And some girls I, I can see often in, in the, in the distance, you know, cause I'm, it's my job to, or my responsibility, you know, as a biker, like I need to be looking ahead. And if I see somebody, I, I then become very hyper aware of what I'm doing next. Okay. So this is what we're going to call our front facing solution, which is high levels of attention to our thoughts and the position of our eyes. See, Jesus said, if you look at a woman lustfully. So what is he saying? Well, he's saying you can number one, look at a woman, but number two, what he's saying is it is your, it is your eyes that would actually cause the sin, right? It's lustful intent, and then you look at them. So how do we try to curb any lustful intent? Well, well, yeah, we pay attention to what we're looking at. I don't think this is bouncing the eyes. Here's what, I'll, here's what I'll tell you, and here's what I'm trying to drive home. This is about regaining focus, okay? Because bouncing the eyes is about avoiding the thing. Regaining focus is about pushing forward towards the thing right? We all know that if we make a big deal out of trying to avoid something, it becomes harder to avoid, right? It's like, don't picture an orange. Don't picture an orange. Don't picture an orange with a straw into it and you drinking out of it. Don't picture that, right? And and by telling you to avoid the thing, it becomes more of a thing. But what if I told you, focus on the path ahead. Focus on the orange juice that is in front of you. I don't know. You, you know, like imagine you're walking down the street, you're having a conversation with your friend, somebody catches your eye, you notice them. And now instead of it being like, oh, I'm not looking at her, she's attractive. It's, oh, let me, let me re-engage with this conversation again. Do you see the difference there? So that's the first thing is we don't, we don't want to make this about like demonizing women who are attractive to us. That's actually like anti-biblical. Uh, what we actually want to do is we want to regain our focus. That's what this is about. And that's where lust and all these things become problematic is they, they channel or they, they, um, they draw our inner resources in directions that are ultimately futile. The second thing, okay, that's our frontward facing solution is we want to regain focus, okay? Our back end solution is that we want to do deep heart work. We want to do inner child work. We want to heal from trauma. We want to uh, reconstruct our identity until it is firmly rooted and anchored in the word of God and in Jesus Christ himself. We want to increase our self-awareness. We want to improve all of these tenets of ourselves because in the process, we begin to change the way we relate to women. We begin to experience our sexuality differently. And what it means is we we don't have that same lure because we can see someone attractive. We can say, wow, that is a beautiful person and carry on with our day. No effort required. So there's a front end solution that, you know, kind of um, protects and preserves the progress. But the real progress is actually made on the back end 
dealing with the deeper layers of recovery. And our three pillars are cultivating self-awareness, transformation of the heart, and establishing your identity in Christ. And if you guys can do both of these, then when you know when you see somebody that's attractive, you can actually have a very healthy response. See, when, when we are doing this well, you should be able to talk to the most beautiful woman on the planet, have a great conversation with her, walk away and carry on with your day and say, wow, that was a beautiful woman. Great, move on and go on to the next thing. No derailing, no fantasies, no, you know, caught up and distracted. Just we're back on track and we move ahead with our day. That's the goal. And it is totally possible, but we need the two-pronged approach. We have to, yes, we have to be guarding our minds, taking every thought captive, paying attention to the things that we're supposed to be focused on. And then secondly, we want to do the deeper inner work to ensure that our very nature is actually seeing these things through a lens of beauty and through the lens of God's love. So that is everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I wish you guys an incredible day. Again, we appreciate the support. We're cheering you on. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.